become the first Europeans to discover, to explore, and to colonize the North American coast down to Newfoundland. And of course, millennia before Ericsson, about 20,000 years ago, numerous people had walked from Siberia to Alaska across the land bridge that had previously existed across what is now the Bering Sea and had migrated south. Now, these two myths about Columbus are well known. But a great deal of what we think we know about American history and subsequently believe is equally mythical and wrong. This course is a skeptic's guide to American history. And a key aspect of the course will be identifying these myths. What is a skeptic? A skeptic is an individual who frequently asks questions about widely accepted ideas and facts. Almost by definition, the serious student of history must be a skeptic. For as historians know, and often emphasize in their classes, many popular beliefs about history in general, and about US history in particular, are myths. Either totally false, or at best, only half true. I often quip that my two introductory courses in US history should really be entitled Iconoclasm I and Iconoclasm II. In this course, we will examine these myths of U.S. history, but not only the myths. We will also examine how and why they arose, and what historians now say about what really happened, as opposed to what most Americans believe happened. In the case of the Columbus myths, two causes were probably Washington Irving, who in a best-selling work first published in 1828, disseminated this mythology about proving the Earth was round, and the ignorance at that time as well as lack of physical evidence about both Ericsson and the land bridge to Asia. In the process of examining these myths, their origins and the historical realities, we will also explore the complexities of history and just what historians do. And in that exploration, the course will once again challenge popular misconceptions, this time about the study of history itself. Specifically, history does not consist of rote memorization of facts about the past, and those facts do not speak for themselves. I often tell my introductory courses that I have never seen a talking fact, and I ask my students, have you? Facts don't speak. Human beings do. And human beings both select and organize facts about the past so as to make sense out of it. In addition, history does not repeat itself. And the incorrect belief that it does often leads to faulty analogies between past and present with tragic, often disastrous consequences. Two examples of this are the French construction of the Maginot Line during the 1930s in the incorrect belief that any new war would be a repeat of the First World War, and as we will see in a future lecture, Cold War thinking that Joseph Stalin was a reincarnation of Adolf Hitler. Now, along with this incorrect belief that history repeats itself, often goes the equally incorrect belief that one can draw clear lessons from these supposed repetitions. But as the political scientist Bernard Brody accurately noted more than 45 years ago, the phrase history teaches when encountered in argument usually portends bad history and worse logic. Another fallacy is the belief that history and memory are synonymous, or nearly so. In truth, they are separate, and they are often antithetical to each other. 
Beyond challenging such misconceptions, this course will explore some of the important realities of historical study. For example, what historians often call the law of unintended consequences. The fact that consequences of human actions often differ sharply, quite sharply, from the motivations of those who acted. Columbus, for example, wanted to find a western water route to the Indies, not discover America. And he incorrectly thought he had found that route, which is why he called the native inhabitants he met Indians. In addition, we select facts to study in history on the basis of those often unintended consequences. Even though Columbus was not the first European to discover the Americas, his explorations in this regard are far more important historically than those of Leif Erikson because of their enormous consequences. Nothing permanent and important.